I still haven't forgiven you for interrupting my big spell jammer speech last time. I interrupted it. Oh yeah, I did. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. Garlic boys, one shot. So if you have the shot, take it. And if you have the garlic bread, fake it. I'm Matthew Hawks, and joining me this week is Connor O'Connor. My tongue is very salty. Uh, Corey, aka Raptor, like Raptor. This is not the way. <laughs> um, we have Mug. Well, gosh, Gooby. And our exceptional, beautiful, illustrious DM, the Fire Lord himself, Shawnee A new adjective every week. Come on. That's I'm what I'm going to try. For. Yeah. But eventually, yeah. eventually, we'll have a six hour long intro, just mostly the names of Shawnee That will be my favorite episode. Hmm. Me too. Well, kids, welcome back to being in space in a prison cell, intimidatingly underneath. Uh, well, well, we'll get there. Uh, we're picking up literally right where we left off with Caitlin Glimmerstone finally actually revealing herself to you guys. Uh, you knew it was her before, but now you've got the 100% uh, no, no. Um, you guys are in a very like tight prison cell. There's your four cells and then the two cells on the end. Um, you guys are down there. She's in there and she dismantles her mask it goes off and she says i need your help how the hell are we supposed to trust you would you would you like to hear the short version or the long version i would like to not hear anything from you and most importantly I think if you're going to explain anything to anyone, you should wait for your daughter to be awoken and you explain yourself to her. I she mean, not- the, the the short version, and really the only version I need to know, is that you tried to kill us. Um, and you almost killed two of us. Uh, so I can't imagine a world in which I would be willing to help you. Crazy? I was crazy once. You locked me in a room. A rubber room. A rubber room with rats. And rats make me crazy. Crazy? crazy. I was crazy, I was crazy once. once. They locked me in a room. <laughs> now look what you've done. Himbeth is in a loop. <laughs> a rubber room with rats. The short version is that we've infiltrated the ranks of the creeps of Washiti. Mm. And we are deep in. And we need all moths on deck. Yeah, I, so, I seem I seem to recall you literally talking about wiping the moths <laughs> off the you know out of the universe um out of existence so I I still uh, what's up with the double life going on Yeah can can So go, you do version a few months back we managed to infiltrate the ranks I've got almost every moth in our squadron involved in one way or another to try to take down these bastards once and for all. But we still don't have enough power. I know you're new, and you haven't been with us for a long time, but you've got spunk, and we need all the help that we can get. Our core philosophy is the preservation of races throughout the realms, and as long as the creeps stay alive, that can never be done. Our organization has fought since its founding to preserve each and every one of your races back to fruition. We are going to have to send these pods out of realm in order to preserve both of Joshua's primitive race of lizard people, as well as the sun elves of the Silver Void. Tatiana will be the last of her kind, which I'm sure you can all realize means this is a suicide mission. 
I'm not asking you to give your lives to a cause that fought to preserve them in the first place, but I know who you all are, and I know your people, uh, and I know who your people are. At their core, your good people. Help me save more good people. And she lets your prison doors down. Now, how do I not know this is some quintuple bluff where you tell us you're working for us, but you're working for them. And, and then when you're working for them, you tell us you're working for us. And then when you tell us you're working with us, you're working with them again. And it's just confusing. And she gives you a Baconator and a Gatorade. All right, I'm on board. I'm on. Can I have an apple juice? Aurora, I... you're a ranger. And one of the best ones we've got. I can't do this without you. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to be able to get over just willy-nilly the fact that you almost killed me and and all white. You would not have died. I can assure you, you would not have died. I've got a bigger handle on this situation than you could possibly imagine. I got run over by a card. You couldn't have you couldn't have assured me of anything. Aurora, she got me a baconator. Do you know how hard these things are to get out here? If she can do that, I think we can trust her. <laughs> the baconator was, I'm dead. The, the baconator was outclassed by the bacon blast three sixty, so I don't yeah, baconator, you know what, what, what is, is it? Bacon blast three sixty. Maybe you would have found out if you stayed on Earth. I don't know. I was doing my duty to help my country become the first to explore outer stellar life forms. Right, right. So the Bacon Blast 360 has 16 layers of bacon, but all micro... It doesn't matter. It doesn't... It doesn't matter. The point is... layers. The point is... I was... Uh, how, how what assurances do we have that you're not just gonna do that again? She puts her hand on her chest and says, "I am a moth through and through. Until the day I die, I will fight for just cause. You can trust me, Aurora. I and I believed that too. <laughs> I believed that until I found out that. no. I believed that. Nah, bro, you believed that. <laughs> <laughs> Until I found out that it was you who sent 30 gazers at us and almost wiped me out in one hit. It was not me who sent them. It was he who sent us. <sighs> you can say that all you want, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to go with the team. I, I trust my team. I trust my team until the day I die. But as far as I'm aware, you're not my team. All White is going to take a big swig out of the nipple tap of the Gatorade bottle. Uh, fruit punch flavor, or sorry, red is red flavored, of course. Um, and then he goes, by he, do you mean massive Mario? I do. He's He's got a hold on the rock. We're the only hope. Destroying his entire fleet is... It's the only hope. I I turn my back on her entirely and go attend to um, Josh and uh, Tati. Their cells are still up. Oh, are they? They're in cells. I thought they were in yeah. the same cell. My bad. Nope. You guys are all in separate cells, but your doors have been done away with. Their doors are still up. Okay, then I I walk over to the other ones and I sassily look at uh, Caitlin. Like, are you gonna drop these? <laughs> I don't say that. I just, like, give her the look. Aurora, there is only one thing that we can do for Jaws and Tatiana now. And let's send them far, far away from here. What do you... No, we can't do this without them. If we're yeah. going to take on this fight, we take this on as our full crew. That includes our captain and Joshua. What Joshua wish. I'm so I'm I'm trying to get in good graces with that guy. I'm 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 not doing a good job. I'm I'm so glad he can't hear me right now. But. I appreciate your drive, 
and compassion for my daughter. But this is not your decision to make, and it is not up for debate. Right. Send your daughter way far out of harm's way. Put us in the middle of it. But, but this is what being a moth is about, you know? It's about drive. It's about power. It's and about we, putting your life in something way bigger than just your race. It's about preservation. We stay humble and we devour. Screw preservation. We're, we're me and me and All White are the only humans in this entire universe. Little, little do I know that, that that my universe hasn't been completely wiped out. I'm not even from this time. Preservation you're put, is you're not putting important. both of us in danger. I am taking myself out of the equation to preserve my race and all of the races that we have helped. The plasmoids are fine now. They've gained back to fruition. The Thrycreen, back to fruition. Aurora, your people are fine. All white, your people are fine. We are the last Sun Elves. Someone has to, to live on. And I will not let my daughter die. You may all walk away. Or you may join the fight. But this is where the moths take their final stand. And you can either be a part of it. Or you can stay in the execution cells that you are in right now. Continue your mission as planned, and it'll be as if you escaped our holding an execution cell. You need to seem like you pose a bigger threat if they are to believe me enough to bring you to the lighthouse prisons. They were just going to shoot you down in here. That's where we are going to rendezvous. At some point, the creeps are going to intervene within uh, something that's about to happen. And she opens the trap door, and you start to smell the fresh smell of peanuts. Um, <clears throat> we're underneath the theater. Continue that mission if you wish. I will be with the creeps when they intervene the play. You are to surrender and be brought aboard the lighthouse. Once we are all there, we will reconvene. Understood? You may make your own decisions. I will either see you in an hour, or... I will see you in another life. Thank you, Red Moths. Dismissed. And uh, light speed. She exits. You guys are free to go. Tati and Jaws, their cells start to spin around a little bit, and then they sink into the rock, going down like a, a portal-type uh, elevator mechanism. Anyone want, anybody want to split this Baconator with me? I'll take some. Okay. Goop beats the rapper. Goop, you're gonna have the rapper. Here you go. Thank you. Goop is a rapper. <laughs> I think at this point we know. Chronic electronics. Dulcy at the tropics. Eyes in the Caucasus Mountains. Working on the phonics. <laughs> Goop is a rapper. Before the phosphorus popping off the top of this song. <laughs> Are you singing "Flight of the Concords? No. I had a large black dwelling mammal. What did you get that for Foster's hypothesis? Did Steve tell you that for a chance? <laughs> Steve. Okay. We know where Aurora sits in this situation. Himbeth, how do you feel? I'll agree with Caitlin. I think I'm going to go and help her. Goop? Goop, not good at making decisions. Dumb. <laughs> Goop, don't think with head, think with heart. Goop want to take down the big bad. Okay. Goop never got to insight check Caitlin Glimmerstone. Goop is gonna follow Caitlin Glimmerstone, I think. Side side with her. Aurora. Sometimes the bravest choices we can make are not the easiest or the simplest or the ones that are even the safest. But the ones that have the best outcome for everyone. I'm not saying that we trust her. I'm just saying 
that we preserve ourselves and we do what we have to to preserve this life. For the moths. For the moths. I'm with you guys to the end of the line. And if that means death, it means death. <laughs> you guys are my team, my family. I say we do it. I haven't seen my family in hundreds of years. And Aurora, if you were my daughter, I'd be proud to have you there. Himbith is like a weird brother, and Goop is like a pseudo-dog, but like Whoopee. smart. You know, like a poodle. Do you guys still have poodles? Doesn't matter. Listen. Goop shifts into an odd-looking four-legged creature that resembles a dog, but you're not really sure what it is. Not quite. <laughs> And He's just I, kind of a blob. Why does it have ground. antlers and antenna? It's supposed I, to be a dog. I feel like I feel like after what uh, All White is saying, I kind of turn. Um, I I kind of turn away. Um, and people that are you know the audience, the audience watching this happen, not anybody else, just sees like a single tear kind of fall, and I kind of just like brush it away and turn back. Oh, Let's, Aurora time. Let's get this show on the road. They trap oh, because because we're going into a play. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, that's good. The trapdoor reveals the backstage dressing room of a theater. You see a couple of people doing stretches and working out, and one of them goes, "Oh, oh uh, well, hey there. Um, we're sorry, the backup, we're backup people." Oh, you're you're our oh, you must be our understudies. Yes. Yeah. We were wondering yes. where our understudies were. Sorry about that. We we got caught up in uh in the traffic in town. It was, no, it was it's all good. Crazy. There's just not normally a trap door here. I'm I'm assuming some kind of spell. Uh yeah, come on up. We were doing our vocal exercises. I need and... a deception check from Goop. Of course. Oh my oh. god, I got an eighteen and and I don't I, I would lift it up, but my, my D20 landed on top of my D6, so they're stacked, and it's on an 18. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. keep uh, that. You said it was... um Deception. Deception. I have a plus right. five to deception. Goop yeah. gets his Brief, big, yeah. big, big puppy dog eyes and goes, yeah, so we're part of the crew. We're supposed to be here. And his he just big puppy eyes. <laughs> um, uh, One of you has a... Like so, you guys have these like watch mechanisms that give you your hollow. It's like a hollow phone. It acts as like a sending stone, and you get messages and stuff. Uh, you guys do have one unread message from uh, Captain of Star Moths, which is Caitlin. Um, you can read it whenever you want, but it's it's there for now. Uh, your deception check was successful, and she goes, "Oh yeah, come on up." Uh, it is a. Let me read you the descriptions of the people you see. So. Uh, you see there is a big banner above a mirror. There's a, a couple of like mirrors with lights all around them. This is an obvious dressing room with like some seats in front of the mirrors, makeup brushes throughout, uh, musical instruments, some weapons, like everything that someone would need to perform a really amazing concert uh, or a, an amazing show nonetheless. Um, it says uh, the Sword Coast improv troupe from the forgotten realms uh and uh the dwarvish woman uh, with long red hair uh like done up eyes really pretty lashes long lashes um shorter than your average dwarf but uh spunky and uh a little a little uh i mean a little sexy uh she says oh well uh yeah pleasure to meet you guys uh I'm Mad Madison. I run the I run Skit. Uh, let me introduce you guys to your uh, who you're understudying for. Um, so this is uh, this is Tonry. Uh, he's this is this tall Goliath man. Uh, he's got like an an axe on his shoulder, and he goes, "Oh, hey, it's uh, it's nice to uh, meet you guys." And then he tosses the uh, the axe at you guys. <clears throat> I need one of you to decide to catch it. And you need to make a strength saving throw. It is a great axe. Is this Connor saying he wants to do it or not wants to do it? Goop will go for it. All right, give it to me. Okay. Goop rolled a nine. Plus, <laughs> you said what? 
strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. So Goof has just nothing. Goof is it's a straight nine. <laughs> All right. Well, you're in luck because this axe is made of styrofoam. It's a prop. Nice. Does it dissolve the, when it touches Goop? The Goliath laughs at you and he goes, <laughs> I got you. Um, oh, we're gooping around. Up next is a human, human individual. He's wearing like a like a Renaissance beret beanie and like purple Renaissance-y garb. And she says, this is Anthony. And he says, and he's uh, and Mad Madison says, sorry, this is Antonio Bartolo. And then he interrupts and says, I am Antonio Bartolo Calandro Joaquin Rodino Rodin. You are to address me as such. Who is my understudy? Who has the highest charisma here? Not me. <laughs> I have my a 16. was in nat 20, so it's a plus five. I have a seven. No, oh, not, a, not a charisma roll, just your charisma. No, that's what I mean. Like, when I rolled my stats, Goop has a 20, so he's oh, plus five. Oh, God, Goop has a 20. Uh, Goop, you are understudying for Antonio, who is this person. So Goop walks up to him after he says his name and goes, So your name was Antonio Agabagabagua? I have never heard anyone pronounce my name with such accuracy. Hello, creepy plasmoid thing. You can make yourself look like me in a page. Can you be purple? Can he? Can Goop change colors? Can Goop change colors? This is a question I should be asking you. So, absolutely, I would say that Goop can change colors. So, Goop looks for the nearest object that's purple and will eat it. And see if he can turn purple. Okay. I was about to ask how. That was that's perfect. No, um, Goop is going to eat whatever's near him that's purple. Give me an arcana check, I guess. Give me an arcana With, check. Yes. Okay, so Goop got a 13. <laughs> okay. Plus one. So 14 okay. to be purple. You start to turn purple. And Antonio goes, excellent. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Not all the way. It'll take a minute. But yeah, you're starting to turn purple. <laughs> Because Goop is technically pink and orange, so yeah. the little pink spots are probably starting to turn purple. From now on, I'll let you change colors if you consume something that's that color. If you remember, that gives me, I'm, I'm, that gives I'm me more of an that. incentive to eat things because I already wanted Goop to eat random things. Cool. <laughs> so Goop cool. is just gonna start being random colors. Glad I could help. Um, One look. of my features, I think. Because of me being a Thrycreen, let me see. Yeah, the Chameleon Carapace. I'm not wearing armor based on my AC plus 15 as an action. I can change the color of my Carapace to the matching surroundings. Very cool. So you can act like a Chameleon. Yeah. Well, Mad Madison goes on down the line, introduces you to the next person. This is a halfling, and he says... Hey there, I'm Philbo. It's like Philip, but uh, Philbo. I uh, I make the sets. So I heard one of you is uh, instead of understudy, you're a you're an intern prop creator designer. I could do that, or no, maybe that's maybe that's maybe, maybe we let the artist do that. I'm the battlesmith. Yeah, I guess. Aurora, do you want to do this? No, no, no. Please, please. I am not fitted to do this. I just didn't want to act. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a nine charisma. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I, I do a, have something have else planned for you, Aurora. Okay. We'll, we'll get better. there in a second. But, Henbeth, this is Philbo. He'll take you under his wing. Uh, the next actor is a high elf named Jorge. Uh, or actually, above his mirror, it says the magnificent Jorge, and he just walks over and goes, "Oh, hey guys, I'm George. Uh, don't worry about the whole magnificent thing. Uh, but uh, I'm the lead around here. Uh, if you need anything or you need help running lines or something, just come get me." He's a, ha- a half elf, good looking guy, nice guy. Um, and then the last person is a Asimar. Uh, who rolls in on a wheelchair through uh, kind of the green room uh, through one of the doors and says, "Uh, yeah, I heard one of you guys was going to help me with the ropes, tying up stuff. I don't know who's that. That, that, that. You don't want to act, right? Oh, is that me? Is that me? 
you're a you're the ranger, right? Like you've got you know bow stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, well, like ropes. Uh, how to? I, I've I was told you've sailed before. You know how to like hitch up a ship. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Same thing. Same diff. Okay. Yeah, we're just gonna cool. be hitching up some curtains and set pieces and stuff. Yeah, you you'll you'll get a knack for it. Cool. Cool. Um, so sorry, just to confirm that I'm 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 Jorge's understudy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mad Madison comes over and says, "Uh, yeah. So I think you'll be Jorge's understudy. Uh, Goop, you'll be understudying for uh, Antonio. And then if anything else happens, we'll we'll let you guys know. But um, yeah. Just get get to know everyone. And uh, if you have any questions, come grab me. Um, two of them are having kind of a conversation about something. Uh, that seems to pique your interest. Uh, whoever can give one person can give me a perception check uh, or a stealth check. Or okay, so you can either ask them what they're talking about as no role, or perception check to hear them, obviously, or a stealth check to hear them eavesdroppingly without them knowing. Mm, I I have disadvantage on stealth, and I do too. That's that's not me. I have a plus three stuff. I can do it. Um, so I kind of got two. So plus three, I get a five to listen. <laughs> they go, it's the Goliath and Philbo. Uh, and they're saying, oh, yeah, good thing we've got that connection with uh, Dahl Welderman. Yeah. Uh, and then the other goes, oh, yeah, yeah, Fleabag should set us up really nice. Here he's got three ships he's just trying to give away to someone. Just get off the rock, try to go and explore spell jamming wild space, you know, just like as a free free thing. Um, And then Mad Madison's like, yeah, well, good thing he's given one of those to us so that we can uh, we can fly off and take our theater troupe on the run, you know? Goop like trips. I feel like Goop rolled too low to just be able to listen. No, yeah, they're okay. So I, I actually forgot what was happening. So they're, they're they're saying this, and towards the end of it, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing that we did." Uh, can I help you? Goop is just like looking intently. He's just kind of like staring ever so ever so politely. What you guys talking about? Uh, we've got a friend uh up in the no up in the, like the noble estates of the Rock. Who's got a couple of ships he's trying to give away? Oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna give one to us. That sounds really cool. Goop is so stupid. He's just kinda like just really interested in these new people. So he's just kinda like just hanging around. Not really sure what to do though. Like we probably need a ship, but we're just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting for input from the others as well. Goop, why don't why don't you leave these nice people alone and go uh, go see if Antonio needs any help running his lines? Okay. See if you can prepare for the show. Okay. And Goop like Goop slowly slides off, but he kind of like grabs. He just kind of tries to grab something and eat it as he goes. But he is gonna go look for um. Antonio and see what needs to like help with. <laughs> ah, little goopy boy, I see you are excited to run your lines. Tell me, how much of this play do you have memorized? Not that you will need it because I intend on starring every night. Goop is frozen. Sorry, my mind like just got completely overwhelmed, like me personally. So I like kind of lost where I was. That happens a lot, little goopy one. I am a lot to take in. So tell me, how proficient are you with thieves count? Goop? Goop not know. <gasps> you are understudying for the great Antonio Bartolo Canazaro, Joaquin and you do not know thieves can't? No. Okay, well here, let me teach you. It's like, uh, <laughs> It's it's so uh, you can add thieves can't to your list of languages, and he is going to spend a short rest teaching you how to speak thieves can't. Cool. Uh, 
These can't in my world is just Gen Z slang. You dig? <laughs> Understood. And he says, okay, fam. So I stan the fact that you're a little e-girl, but you can't quit ghosting me on all of this like bougie nonsense. Cause like I'm finna cap high key cringe. Google and doesn't now understand, understand a single word of it, even though he understands the language now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the entire... The play is all in Thieves' Camp. Got it. It's a pretty woke play. They don't take the L. Got some serious drip, too. Some Riz. <laughs> it's called the Wizard of Oz. I know. <laughs> Just, just after Goop up. learns, he sauntered like he like will slowly slide back to the group and then tell them they were talking about ships over there. Something about some guy having free ships. Probably a group. Oh wait, you want to run lines? It's Jorge. Uh, yes, yes, Jorge. Uh, I I will run lines with you. So, uh, tell me, uh, you, you know thieves can't. I have. Uh no, I don't. I don't at all. Oh, that's fine. We stand adult. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. We stand a salty king. But uh, big yikes. Um. <laughs> yes, much, much, much yikes. Yeah. So for, uh, for sure, you can, my dog. You can also, go ahead and add thieves can't to your list of languages as he uh he plays you some sick bops. I I Y K Y K, and if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, I Y K Y K. Okay, bet. I, I know some of this stuff is like you know vibe check, but it hits different. You know, period. It's giving like not. It's no, giving it's giving main. It's giving main character sis. I'm weak. You're definitely you're definitely taking the L on this one. <laughs> uh sending me uh, how about instead it's busing in slaps <laughs> this is so bad this ain't it chief <laughs> this ain't it chief <laughs> no need to clap back but i'm the goat f's in the chat uh, hey you know these can't now <laughs> l's in the chat but you'll get there See, I was press X to bounce, but now press, I think press F to, for respect. But now I think I'm hashtag winning. Yeah, you know, left pizza, none beef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a heckin' I'm a heckin' good boy in a major uh, chungus. Uh, that's, that's millennial slang. That was Thieves Camp ten years ago. It's updated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zip zop zooey. Well, now that you guys know Thieves Camp, Aurora. Yeah. If you don't already have the proficiency, you can add, um, oh, what is it? Joe Mama. Rope stuff. That'd um, be here. so cool if I knew how to do that. I'll add it. Oh, even better. I so I don't people. have to learn. <laughs> yeah, I got you, my dude. Um, as well as uh, Henbeth, you are going to learn um, woodworker's proficiency. Ooh. Busy, um, busy bee. And you guys are going to uh, prep for the play. So uh, the play starts in 30 minutes. You guys have that time to do what you want. Um, How I, do I edit my proficiencies? I got you. Okay. Can I you. can I use my uh, cloak of many fashions? Can I just change it to like all black? Yes. Sweet. I want to do that. <laughs> Tech blacks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> I would like to use my hat of disguise to look like Jorge. Wonderful. I do the speckle. <laughs> I do the special. <laughs> I I couldn't figure out how to add a language. Ooh, yeah, I got you. Oh no, oh, these can't is not a language that you can like add. It's just like a language that I allow as a homebrew. You can add. Make sure to just write it down somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Paladins who know these can't is would not it... something you come by very often. So yeah, just make sure you write it down somewhere. Would it be wood carver's tools? 
Uh, yeah, wood carver's tools. Did Goop get something? Yes, Goop. You, uh, yeah, you know thieves can't now too. Yeah. Just write it down I somewhere. Um, yeah, wood carver's tools. There you go. Cool. Wow. Henbeth has a lot of proficiencies. Very cool. Um, all right. So, uh, you guys have your proficiencies now. You've got a half hour until the show starts. Short rest. Yeah, take a short rest. Is there like a is there like a back alley? Yes. Can I can I go out there? Sure. For like two minutes. Yeah. Um, is there anybody around? Yep. Oh, that's lame. Um well. Where can I go where there's like not many people, if anybody around? I mean, down the alley a little way, you could probably find some privacy. All right. Find like a dumpster or something. I was just gonna go listen to the the message from Caitlin, but try and do it where nobody can hear. You know? Okay. You feel? Oh yeah. Okay, so you have the message made. from Caitlin goes like this. We have provided you an exit. Should you choose to accept this mission, or should you choose to deny it? Whenever we ambush you here, surrender to come with us, and we will not be able to save anyone else who is here. I warn you, if you try to escape this, the creeps will come after you, but I have appreciated your time with us. Goodbye, Aurora. Goodbye, Henbeth. Goodbye, Goop. Goodbye, all white. Goodbye, my daughter. And goodbye, Joshua. Have I been saying his name wrong? Is it just it, Joshua? Joshua. Joshua. His name Joshua. is Josh. It's 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 a weird pronunciation. It's technically Joshua, but then it's so so the technical pronunciation is Joshua. It's like two shush noises after you say the word Joshua. So then Joshua sh is kind of what people usually say. Okay. I just, I think I'm just going to take a short rest and hopefully get a little bit of healing. Okay. Um, as you guys are waiting around, the audience starts to fill up. Mad Madison comes over to each of you individually, taps you on the shoulder. And pulls you in close. You're each going to receive this communication. Your fellow actors, so we want to look out for you. We have it on good authority that there's a lot of horrible things going on on the rock right now. And most of our audience is full of the people who are doing these horrible things. We're canceling tonight's show. But... We are going to make it seem like we're about to play it, and then we're going to disappear. We need to get out of here because it is not safe, and we want you guys to be safe too. Uh, as soon as curtains are pulled, the lights are going to go dark, and we are going to escape out of the back alley. I suggest you come with us. As you notice, many troopers of the uh, creeps of Washidi, as well as some gazers, uh, and one or two uh, like bigger creatures, bigger gazer-like aberrations, as well as Cassioc, all come to watch the show. They're not making a big deal out of it. They're like, just, oh, we're just here to see the show. We're just here to see the show, you know? But you can see your fellow actors starting to, like, they're bagging their stuff up. They're not getting ready to go on, on stage. Complete demeanor change with all of them. Antonio's like, this was supposed to be my big show, and now we are going to have to go to another planet. The rock was safe. It was a happy place, and now it is... I cannot do this anymore. I should just go back to Renaissance-era Italy. It was the best time to be alive on any planet anywhere. Why is he French if he wants to go to Italy? Can, can, can I huddle everyone together? And it's like, I think we need to cause a distraction and put on some sort of 
farce on the stage to allow this troop to escape. Okay. Well, so must go on. I like it. I like it. I like it. However, what if we set fire to the place? That's an idea. Right, but we also mm. need to get captured. Right, 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 right. So if we just come up here and just do like a crap job and like they realize it's us. Somebody start a fire in the back room and everybody gets to run away. Yep. And then whenever the big guys show up, it'll have to be like, show's canceled. What are you going to do now? I want to get as many innocents out of here as possible so that they aren't caught in the crossfire. Are there innocents in the crowd? A couple. I mean, this is a pretty well-respected theater in the high city. There's some nobles here. This is like say, Broadway. Like I Broadway. say we start a fire on the shit on the stage. Not on well, the stage. That's too. Or I'm talking backs, in Goop's voice, but not on the stage. Backs. That's too suspicious. If we start a fire backstage somewhere that seems like maybe a candle fell over or a lamp burned, some like something. You'd think you're in a dressing room. There's a lot of lot of fabric I, and stuff back there. I have the perfect thing to do it too. My my, we can do that. But my thought was, if if Goop and I come out and just start like spouting utter and ops on nonsense for a few minutes, and then you two do something wild with the set, like we give them time to get out, and then we catch the stage on fire, it blocks the uh, the people in here away from the the cast and crew that are trying to leave. And then we can like just start yelling like and just like causing a ruckus. Well, that's what I was to gonna capture. say. Like we can cause a ruckus, getting innocents out by running out and yelling, "Everybody, get out! There's a fire! Get out of the building! There's a fire!" Okay, and so, so everybody has to run out of the building. So when the lights, when the lights go dark, when the lights go dark, you stop me. When the lights go dark, when I the set the fire. From backstage, <laughs> from 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 you know, not not from, on the back of the stage, um, not the back rooms. That gives them a chance to escape. That gives the audience time to register. Hey, there's a fire. We need to go. Except for obviously the creeps, um, and then we get captured. But my what I'm what I'm saying though is we can't start the fire right away. Right, right. Wow. That's why, why that's we have to start a fire. And, well, we didn't start the fire. It was always burning they, since the world. Began. They wanted to start the fire. I wanted to just put on a show and let everyone escape. But what I'm saying right. is, if we start the fire, we can't start it right away. So Goop and I should go out on stage, and we should cause mischief before we start the fire. Okay. Right, but okay, okay. the The lights, what? the lights are going down, and that's when they're escaping. So why do we need to wait? Till after that to start the fire, because we have to. Because it's not going to be an immediate. They're out the door. It's going to take time for them to get out, and so like we need to to do what we can to cause a distraction, and then let's let the fire, and then we can get everyone else out through the front. Like it's a twofold. It's a twofold attack. We should start okay. the fire and then start performing. But it has to be like at the same time so that the fire can start getting big enough for people to notice. And then eventually people will start running out on their own because they'll start to notice there's smoke coming from somewhere. Right. Okay. So I start the fire around the time you guys start performing. And then, yes. Yes. Yeah. Build and build. And, okay. Because that way, innocents will smell smoke. They will see smoke and they'll get the thing. They'll get the hint. There's a fire. We need to run out of the building. So that should hopefully check off the innocents uh, from getting in the way that'll also give the other people performing a chance to run away to their ship and then we'll just do whatever if we need to get oh, captured they are not running away to a ship they're running away into the streets so that they can try to get to a noble estate in the far uh high city near the lake of brawl who okay. has three ships for free well either way that is a distraction yep. for people to run away a fire yep. is a huge distraction for everybody to get out mm-hmm we have a um, plan? Cool. Sounds like a plan. I would like to disguise myself to look like uh oh who's a good who's a who's a funny actor to look like? Um Nicholas Kevin Cage. Hart. Adam Samberg. That's his name, right? 
Adam Sandler. Andy, Andy Sandler. Adam Sandler. Andy Sandler. Or (laughs) (laughs) yes. You know what? I would like to make myself look like Adam Sandberg. Amber Sampson. Adams. Adam. Adam. And 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 angry sandwich. Yes. Ben, um, you need cucumber patch. I was gonna say beneficial cumber blub. <laughs> the beneficial oh, cucumber. Um, can I look the like cucumber? A- <laughs> the beneficial cucumber. You know, he played Doctor <laughs> Strange. Hello, my name is David Wet. Yes, that <laughs> David Wet. <laughs> um, I would like to look like Adam Sandler. Uh, we like you used to guy self to look like Adam Sandler. Uh, so then, are you looking um, like him in Fifty First Dates or Mr. Deeds or Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison or wait, it's the same murder mystery. Um, oh, okay, so so the same. <laughs> I'm gonna look like him in Uncut Gems, and so it's him, but with a goatee. Uncut Gems. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uncut Gems. Uh, uncut Gems. <laughs> um, and so I'm gonna head out on stage with Goop. If you two want to start the fire uh, and like, oh, get that going. I'll start the fire. All right. Uh, I'd like to pull out my Red Moth Ranger blade and get it ready. Okay. Sorry for the inspiration. Does, Actually, does, is, is the Red Moth, flame, is that just a flame sword? You you said that in, in like the first session that if we guessed what uh, our Red Moth weapons were, that, that they would get inspiration. It's what is what Connor is talking about. The flame sword. Oh, let's uh, let's see, let's see. I didn't even get to distraught describe the Red Moth Ranger blade, Connor. I forgot all about this. His <laughs> flame sword. He's flame sword. Hold on, I think you're. I mean, I think you're right, but uh, yeah, it's his Red Moth Ranger blade. Connor gets inspiration. All right, so I pull it out. I'm not touching anything yet, but I do pull it out. And as I ignite it, it comes out. It starts like with like a little spark. And then a blade just like kind of expands out. Just Yeah, like a... Not like a lightsaber, but kind of like a lightsaber. Yeah, but more flamey. More flamey, definitely more flamey. Cool. And then I'd like to use that as my opportunity to start doing my monologue. Do it. <clears throat> Once upon a midnight dreary, as I, I pondered, this, I weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at Who my chamber door. Behind you? Only this and nothing more. Oh, distinctly, I remember it was dark up in the bleak December. Eden in each separate dying ember rot, its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow. Vainly I never brought. Uh, vainly I had sought the borrow from the books, Sir Case, Sir Crease of Sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant Madden, whom angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And like the silken, sad and certain, wrestling each purple curtain, thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So now, so that now, till to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "Tis, tis some visitor entering, entrance in my chamber door, some late visitor entering, entrance at my chamber door. That is, that is it, that it is, and nothing more." <laughs> Presently, you know, my soul grew stronger, hesitating no, then no longer. <laughs> Sir and I, so madam, truly, your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, so you came gently rapping. And so you faintly came tapping, tapping on my chamber door. That I, that I scary was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there weeping, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, then the darkness gave no token, and the only words that was spoken, and I whispered, lay no more. 
Okay. Inside whispered in an echo, muttered back in the word Lenore, merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again, I heard the tapping, something louder than before. Surely, I said, surely that is something at, something at my window laid lattice. Let me see then what threat is and what mystery implore. Let my heart be still one moment, let the mystery explore. Tis the wind and nothing more. Open I flung the shutter, when with my flirt and a flutter, in the stepped of stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least of absence may, made he, not an instant stopped or slayed he, but with mine of la- lord and lady, perched above my chamber door, perched above the bust of Pallas, just above my chamber door, perch and sat, nothing more. Then this ebony bird came bogling, my my said fancy into smiling, and then the grave and stern decorum of the continents it wore. Though my chest crest be shown and shaven, thou I said art no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the nights of Plutonian shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. <clears throat> Should have done that. That was a lot of words. I didn't want to uh, interrupt you. First of all, that was beautiful. I didn't want to. Should have done the Mussolini and Captain America skit. Is what we should have (laughs) done. If you don't get that reference, check Um, out the episode we did with Shania over on the main show. (laughs) It was good. I hate to Lee Harvey Oswald you. Am I going to get shot in the head? In the middle of that monologue, a shot goes off. Armstrong. Go ahead. Tell me the point death total. You take 11 points of damage. I didn't want to interrupt him, but I did set the fire as he was doing that. Just just so we're all aware. Okay. Well, the fire coupled with the gunshot, people are leaving. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the theater, you guys notice the theater troupe in the back has escaped, and Mad Maddie holds up the door and says, Last chance. Startled at the stillness broken by replies so aptly spoken. Doubtless, and I said, What it utters is only stock in store. Caught from some unhappy master whom who unmercifully beatboxing behind him. Disaster. I'm gonna go check his wound. Followed fast and followed faster, till his song one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore. Oh, nevermore, nevermore. Can I be up in like the rafters, looking where the shot came from? Yeah. Like, can I like return fire? <laughs> I'm gonna cure wound. So on. as soon as you start Holy. to look out, give me a perception check real quick. Okay. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, that's an 18. An 18. Mm-hmm. It came from... It came from the middle of the theater as one of the people is standing up with a long gun extended. Uh, it is K-10. Nice. She, sh- she shoots again, and this time it's a harpoon at all white. All whites. Take 13 points of damage as it grabs a hold of your waist, and there is a long rope attached from the harpoon to her arrow gun. Before I pass out from my wounds and I go down into death savings, I want to look at Goop and say, Get the team, complete the mission. Goop. Goop panics. And I'm down. So uh, I wanted to introduce a new mechanic. We are doing critical death saves in this one, remember? Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted to say, this is something that my buddy is doing in our our Spelljammer campaign. Instead of your last death saving throw, if if you are on your last failure, you can choose to fail and use your last dying breath to have one action. One action, but you still die. Do I have to choose right now if I want to do that? No, I want to. I'm opening this up to the table to see if it's something we want to do. It's either that, or we just do three straight death saving throws right off the bat. You you die, you die. <laughs> last you action, the game, you cure die wounds. Life. Your last action is just cure wounds, and you just like come back. <laughs> well, it, it's you're choosing to die. I know, like, I know. You're choosing to fail it. Yeah. Oh, my last action is lay on hands for twenty points. <laughs> 
I'm just going to go three rolls and see what happens. Yeah, we might experiment with that later, but for now, let's just do our three rolls. Keep that the flavor for this campaign and uh, give me those rolls, all white. 11. Succeed. 8. Fail. 2. Okay, wait. That's two fails. One more fail and all white is dead. Don't roll it yet. Ten words before you roll it. That's all you have. I look up into the balcony, watching as Aurora tries to save me, um, take back some control over the situation, and just be a hero. Sort of be everything that All White thought he was going to be by becoming into deep space like this. And I look her in the eyes and say, Aurora, I know who you are. And I'm proud of you. You're bringing real emotions into this podcast and I don't appreciate it. So I, I rolled a 15. Does that mean I'm not dead? Or <laughs> That means you have two succeeds, two fails. Last roll is what really counts. Here it is. So how do you want to do this? Uh, okay. So first player death on the podcast. Wow. Um, Caitlin looks up at you. K10 looks up at you. Caitlin is gone. She fires another harpoon and, an, and another. They dig deep into you. You fall to your knees. She presses a button on it and it brings you to her and she pulls you close and says you died for the right reason and then puts you out of your misery humanely uh, just by kind of repositioning where the stuff is <laughs> and laying you down in the theater seat the guards start to rush the stage I was I was going to say can I grab one of the ropes I I learned ropes uh, during this during this little thing. You sure did. I grab one of the ropes that's connected to a sandbag, and I like jump down off of the 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 what did I literally call said the word the the thing rafters? that I was the rafters. Thank you. That I was, <laughs> I was like Matt. I jump down with it like wrapped around my arm, and I land on the stage. Okay. Um. Oh, so then, super hot. Super hot, <laughs> uh, pretty in character. Indiana Jones, uh... and and I run up to Himbeth and Goo, and okay. I just put my hands on their shoulders, tears literally drenching my face, like streaming down my face, mm -hmm. and then I put up my hands and go to my knees. Okay, I fall to my knees. So right now, you guys are all back to back, kind of in the circle, and the fire is starting to grow around. The guards can't get to you because the fire is growing around, and you are now sitting in a big circle of fire as the nice. guards are starting to try to put it out. Uh, the bottom caves in and goes down into the green room where there is a, another exit out. Um, there is uh, The green room is there. Uh, it's fire starting to fall in and stuff, and the guards are starting to look in at you guys. They've all got their guns aimed at you. Do you stay or go? Last chance. I think we should stay. We were told to get captured. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, they are just kind of attacking us. <laughs> that's what All White wanted to do, so that's what I would do, Aurora. All White told him, told Goop to gather the team. And right now the team is right here. So now he's frozen. A10 comes over and looks down in the hole. Tosses all white's body in there. Do it. And walks away. I need a dexterity saving throw from the open fire. Oh. <laughs> this is a hit the DC <laughs> or death saving throws, guys. This will be a 17. 17. That's going to save. Inbeth. Four. Fail. Aurora. I rolled a nine. Fail. <laughs> you guys each of take course. 16 points of piercing damage times three. Oh, that's a big number. That's uh, that's 48. 48. 
You are getting open fired by twenty guards at once. Of course we are. Hey Mug, we got we might get the uh, goop squad after all. I think so. Goop, you dodge out of the way and watch Henbeth and Aurora get lit up by bullets. I I think there's nothing that Goop can do. Are you guys do you guys still have health? No. I am down three or down four, I believe. You said Aurora, sixteen times three, yeah. Aurora, you can crawl away from this. Uh, they will try to continue firing, but you and Goop managed to crawl away from this uh, to a position compromising their ability to fire on you. So they've got three-fourths cover on this neck at next attack on you two. But Hembiff, you're going to have to make your death-saving throws. Go I'm ahead, sorry. Matt. I'm negative four. Like, I'm four below. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Goop is the only one who escaped this. I need your death-saving throws, boys. Can Goop okay. cast anything? Like, can I do anything? Yeah, this is, we're not technically in initiative, but oh. you've got your actions. So Goop's going to There's too, ma- there's too many people against you guys right now for initiative to matter. Yeah. Okay. So I think what I was going to try and do was cast Fairy Fire on these guys. I think, I think that's what was what that, Henbeth? I got an eight, a 17. Fail, save. A three. Fail. So where it counts. Yep. Uh, 17. Like oh my goodness. Save. One more. Pitter patter. Let's get uh, at her. <laughs> I like him. Uh, it's uh, no uh, much. Uh, 16. Oh my oh. goodness. Hendith crawls away. Ba- or no, Hendith is unconscious. I am. Uh, but unconscious. stable. Aurora. Here we go. 14. Okay. Save. Oh, that was a 17, and then it rolled to a 3. That was a 3. Oh, this is three. so stressful. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> All right. 15. A success. Two oh. saves. <laughs> Why? Why does it do this? It knows. It knows. All right. Deep breaths before this insanely hot woman dies. <laughs> I'm insanely hot, people. I'm wondering why my charisma isn't higher. Here we go. Oh, 18. Okay, I saved. <laughs> you're alive. Yeah, you're good. You're just unstable. Um, all right. Well, uh, you guys lay there. Goop and well, just goop. You're out of range of the fire. These two are unconscious. You can either attempt to grab them and get them out of there or leave. That's probably going to try and pick them up and get out of there. Give me a dexterity uh, check. Come on. Actually, I'm going to use this one. I'm going to use my other D20. I guess 17. Uh, 17? Plus three. That means unnatural 20. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. One person is about to get open fired again while they're unconscious, and it's going to be an auto crit auto death, no saving throws, nothing you can do about it. The other person's getting saved by Goop. Goop decides. And that's how we'll end today. Oh my god. So I... I'm gonna flip a coin. (laughs) One of you choose heads or tails. Or you may go and choose. Oh, I'm a tails person through and through. That means I'm heads. It's flipping... So Goop grabs Hinbeth and runs. Ouch. <laughs> it, it's a, he it's goes a, for whoever it, was closest. Yep. And the coin flip says it's Hinbeth. Goop and Hinbeth escaped that day with their lives into the alley, running away with their lives. Aurora and All White were not so lucky, but K10's true intentions were revealed. Um, That's how we'll leave off. Can I do something right before we finish? Right before we finish. Yeah, my guy. In 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 my like, in my last last moments before getting fired upon. Okay. Um, in the 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 half half state of consciousness, I go scoot ever so slightly to All White's body, and just hold his hand. Is that okay? 
Yeah. To cry. No, that's cringe. You're cringe. <laughs> she, she does know thieves can't now. <laughs> I am merely adopted the cringe. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to another. Uh, I don't even know how to describe that episode of the Garlic Boys one shots. Tune in next time to see which other characters show up and probably die. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. And as always, stay garlicky. Stay garlicky. Stay garlicky. Stay garlicky. Stay garlicky. <laughs>